This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hey everyone and welcome to Extra Time today, um, the post-match uh, phone-in show with myself, Dazzling Dave and my co-host, Amy. How are you, Amy? I'm okay. I'm just planning to drink all of that alcohol cabinet just to, you know, drown my frustrations and sorrows. But once I've done that, I'll be all good to go. So it's, um, yeah, wish we were here with better things to talk about, but anyway. You know, it seems like every game. I've just got to tell you now, we've got so many people backstage at the moment. Um, in fact, we've got that many people that the backstage area is full. Uh, so if you are trying to get on, because I've had a notification that someone else is trying to get on, just keep trying um, and you will be able to get on the show. But we're literally, the green room is full of people wanting to talk about this uh, this match. And as I say, I've just had a notification come through. So if you can't get on because you've tried to get on with the link, it's only because uh, there are the, it's full at the moment. It will empty as we get through uh, the callers. Uh, just to let you know that we've got Ash, Thomas and Michael, Asia, Speedy, Craig, Mark, Scott and Manny currently uh, backstage uh, and we will get to you shortly. But, Amy, before we get to the uh, the callers, um, please, can you uh, sum up in three words, how are you feeling? Three? I've got to go for three. Um, well, well, one word will be fine as well if you want. <laughs> frustrated. I think that's the only the only word to sum it up, really, is, um, yeah, frustrated. I think... Like well, we texted earlier in the day, didn't we? And we said that we felt it was a bit of a must-win game. And I think off the back of the Chelsea performance was really solid. And I don't necessarily think that the performance was as bad as some of the ones that we've seen recently. I thought, well, compared to Chorley, which was just horrendous, and the Albion and stuff, I don't think it was as bad as that. I did think it was improvement on that. And, you know, there seemed a bit more promise going forward with Jose. He felt a bit more confident in the box. But... Again, it just didn't, nothing seems to be working. Palace were that great either. So, as a neutral, it would have been a horrendous match to watch, really. Um, 
Yeah. So it was just last. classic kind of Roy Hodgson team you'd expect to play, really, is that they'd just get the goal that they did. And I think they said at half time that that was what they felt the commentators on the sky felt that it would just be a one nil. Um and that's um that's that's where we are. So but well, something's w- gotta change. Something some will w- change. W- FC says I'm Nuno in but rapidly losing confidence in the team feels like a chore watching this team play. Uh name it, uh, Amy, have you got um a, a man of the match or not? I do actually today. I didn't the other day, but I do today. I'm going to give my man a match to Kilman because I thought he was very good today. Absolutely. Well, he did have a good game. And if you and um, I want you to think about a performance rating as we go through the show. And Amy's gone with Kilman tonight. But if you want to persuade her of any difference throughout the show. <laughs> Why I'm, are you saying persuade any difference? No, I said you know, the day you know, that I thought it was a team performance. But yeah. I'm saying... Kilman. I thought Kilman was good as well, to be honest. I thought he did well. and, uh, and I, thought he, covered, I thought he defended well and I felt like he was there to cover when he needed to be as well. Um, but I'm a big Kilman advocate. I don't think he usually um, puts a foot wrong, to be honest with you, when he plays. So I do have a lot of time for Max Kilman. So just before we get on to the first corner, who was first in the queue, which will be Ash, who's going to be on first... Um, who's his first, he's a first-time caller. Uh, uh, Kevin Jackson says, Hi, both think Fosun will be looking at this pool run now. Don't think they'll keep it going as much as I like Nuno. No one is bigger than the club. Um, Neil White is saying it's time for change. Which manager's suggestions? Um, Lee says, Rafa, uh, wish we had more creativity in midfield. Um, Wolves are not good to watch this year. Frustrating because you would think Nuno would have the answer. Um, you know, if someone else thinks Nuno is being soft on them. Uh, maybe it's because I'm a wanderer. Says what's happened to our team? The team trying to get Nuno sacked. I said last week there's some inside agenda. Um, it's it's there is obviously that always out when we're on a bad run. And, and if you want to make your point and you want to talk about Nuno, get on the show. Message the Always Walls Facebook page and make your point. The only thing that we ask to everyone that comes on the show, be as strong as you like, just don't swear or anything like that. It is a family show. So we're going to, uh, I'm going to change the background and then we're going to get on our first caller today, which is uh, Ash. And we're going to bring Ash on now. Ash, welcome to the show, mate. And this is your first time on the show, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Are you in a pub? No, this is my bar in my garden. Well, I was going to say, I said, I want to be where you are if you're in a pub. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I've been getting over COVID, so I, I wanted to come on the, the last show but and the show before that. But I've, um, I'm and are you better. feeling better now, Ash? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, good to hear. I'm glad that you're okay. And how long um, did it knock you off your feet for? Because um, you're, you're, you're a young man. How old are you? 32. So you're only 32. How long did it knock you off your feet for? Over just over two weeks. The whole family got it, but um, I got it the worst. You wouldn't have known anyone else had it. So it affects people totally different, different, doesn't it? So, but yeah. you threw you the worst. Your, of it now. You got your taste back though now, being as you're drinking a Guinness. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm on my second one. I'm on my second one. So <laughs> don't blame you after, after today. Anyway, I might have a few more. So let us know what, what where would you like to start with that performance today, Ash? What would you like to say? 
you know what, right? Um, first and foremost, we watch football because we want to enjoy the game. Uh, you know, last season and the season before that, we played so well. Even when we got beat, sometimes it was an enjoyable game to watch. Um, this time around, I don't know. I, I, as a fan, it's hard because you generally feel that your team could beat any team, especially well, when I watch Wolves, especially I feel that we can beat any team. Um, but I, at the moment, I don't really know where the next win's going to come. I look at the next two games, I can't really see us getting, from that performance today especially, I can't see us getting any anything from those two games. I don't know what you guys think. but Well, I always think that Wolves like to surprise us. So, classic Wolves, they'll probably play like that today and they'll probably get six points out of the next two games. Then we'll yeah, all be yeah, sat yeah, here next yeah. Sunday thinking, I mean... For me personally, I don't think the performance was as bad as some of the ones that we have seen recently. I mean, like Chorley, for example, compare it to Chorley. And I would yeah. argue that today was a best performance considering he were playing, etc. Um, but I do agree with you, the fact that you go to watch, you know, enjoy watching football for, you know, the love of it. But also, we probably have forgotten what it's like we have been spoiled over the past three seasons in that we haven't really had a bad run we played really fantastic football it's been exciting to watch all the time yeah. and it's kind of as fans I would say it's bringing us back down to reality that this is what you have to go through mm -hmm. being a football fan I mean Dave texted me yeah. after saying it's football which you know I do agree with but it's it's frustrating I think the way that like you've just you just yourself got over COVID and you know firsthand what everything is going through at the moment. And you do, you look forward to the football more at the moment because it's the one thing that we've all got essentially. So it's, that's what, you know, is even more frustrating because you, that's one aspect of something that you just really want to do well. Um, so thinking about what, what would have you liked to see in a bit more today? What, what was it that frustrated you the most or what were you, it's you know, I don't know, like, you know, because I'm just a fan, so, you know, I'm not I'm a football manager. It just seems side to side, far too much, back to the defence. There's no, it doesn't seem, we don't seem positive going forward at all. Um, I, I don't know how many chances we created in the game. I think it was six chances or something. Yeah. But those six chances, two of them, I'd say, arguably were, were goal bounds. And, and, you know, the goalkeeper made a good save twice. But apart from that, there's, there's nothing. It, it, I, I don't know what it is. Um, Which is funny because when we played the Albion, didn't want them to have 23 attempts. Yeah. On so we've seemed to have gone for all those attempts. Then suddenly we now don't seem to be creating anything at all. So is that because they're going? They've not got the counter attackers that they we it's had hard, hard, on it? the we, system we before. Um, like last season, we were, we had Doherty, Jota, and Johnny and Raúl. Like the four players, yeah, Johnny fit. You had Raul fit, you had Jota, and you had Doherty. Um, that's you take that you take those four players out of that squad. That's a massive blow to to any side. Um, and obviously, we haven't got um, Jota or Doki anymore, so forget them. But the other two as well, um, Johnny brings so much, I reckon, to to the game and the way we play. We sort of take him take him for granted, I think. 
Well, we've missed uh, we missed Johnny, and the good news is that Johnny um, will is imminently going to be back, and that will be like a new sign. But it's going to take him a little bit to get up pace. Um, uh, Marcel as well. I yeah. could potentially see Marcel dropping either into the back three or playing on the other side uh, going forward to get us more secure. Um, but Ash, I mean. If you were to give that a rating, I've got three questions to ask you. Actually, I'm yeah. going to ask the same to everyone that's in the uh, comes on today. One, your performance rating for tonight. Well, four things, shall I say? One performance rating for tonight. <laughs> two, your man of the match. Um, three, Nuno in or out. Four, what needs to change for Arsenal? Uh, Quick fire answers. I'd say about a four rating. Yeah. Um, what was the next one? Um, man Nuno, of the match. Man of the match. It's hard to say, isn't it? Especially when you lose. Um, I'd probably give it. Kilman played well. I think he played. I know we. I know we lost, but I think Kilman played well. He's he looks generally solid every time he plays. Um, I don't know why he doesn't play every game. So yeah, I'll, I'll go for Kilman. Hoping he'll get a run of games now as well, and. Yeah, you still behind Nuno? Still behind Nuno, or are you faltering? It's hard because we're. I feel quite passionate because we've been through so much with Nuno. It's because we're. It's hard to to turn against him. Um, what, what, what the question that I do think is how much time will Foson give Nuno if we keep losing? Will he see? Will does Foson season seeing this season as a transition season? And they and as long as we stay up, they'll they'll let it slide this season. Or are they now itching to get results? And if he doesn't, if we don't get results, um, I wouldn't know about that, Ash. I I personally think, obviously, Fosun see it as a business. Mm -hmm. We're in a pandemic. There's a lot of circumstances that we talk about weekly, such as the the short turnaround at the end of last season, um, no fans, the fact that. You know, that's we've got that's that's we've been hit by injuries, but we have been keep saying that in defence week in, week out. And I suppose it starts to wear a little thin. But I think Fosen, as long as we don't go down, yeah. I or they don't because obviously that would ruin their investment and they, they are, I feel that they'll stick through it and hopefully we'll come through it stronger next next year. I think the only worry comes if this run continues for another four or five games, the pressure is going to really start to mount then. And But, like, who if you, if Nuna was to go, which I want us to stick with him personally, I think Amy's on the same page as me, but there are fans that are out there that are starting to question it. And as this is a phone-in show, we've got to air this. But you're kind of like, want to stick with him, but you're starting to get a bit concerned. I'm, I'm worried for him, if I'm honest. Yeah. I don't think he deserves to go. If you look at the last three three years, we've had no more pros and cons. This is our only you know hard time that we've ever had. We've had all good times constantly, consistent with Nuno, and um, every club <laughs> historically. Sorry, Matt. Every club historically, you know Chelsea, for example, they've got rid of him. They got rid of Lampard, didn't they? Well, um, that was a bit, of a, a bit of a run. Getting getting rid of Nuno, it's hard. I, I I can't think of any manager that I'd rather have at the club at the moment. And if we well, of, exactly. there's a lot there's a lot of love for him. And, and Ash, it's been fantastic having you on. Uh, Merv Bennett, um, 
We had we had a guy that looked exactly like Diogo Jota last game. And uh, have you ever said that anyone ever said you look a little bit like Daniel Ratcliffe? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had Harry Diogo Potter in the house. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a few people saying you look a little bit like Daniel. You could make a bit of money in a pandemic as a lookalike. <laughs> Go uh, make wave your magic wand down Compton and you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, That's what yeah. we need a little bit of magic at the moment. So if you've got any. Can you bring oh, it for, uh, for Arsenal? Sometimes I'm thinking lately. I could look at. I'm looking. I, could, I could play there. Next, the last ten minutes, I could come on. Well, oh, exactly. I think that too. Ash, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. Next up, we're going to have another first-time caller. It's going to be Thomas and his dad Michael, or Michael and his dad Thomas. That are going to be on next day. Next up, and Ash, I'd really hope that you can join us again on a future one of these. And we've got a happy result. Pardon. I hope you can join us in a, on a future one of these with a much happier result. Yeah, let's hope. We'll probably thrash Arsenal now, 4 0. <laughs> let's hope. Well, if we do, mate, make sure you come on because you can bring that magic wand and say, I did it. Yeah, Nuno in all the way. Nuno in. Nice one. Cheers, Daniel. Uh, cheers, Ash. Sorry. I called you, Dan. All right, Harry. See you later, Harry. Right. <laughs> Take care, you. mate. See you later. So that was uh, Ash with his first time. Some interesting views. And we're going to bring on now a young man and his dad, Thomas and Michael. Hi, guys. Welcome Hello, to the Dave. channel. Hello. How are we doing? Hi, guys. You OK? We're good. We're which good. is Thomas and which is Michael? I'm Thomas. You're I'm in Thomas. order on your thing. That's good. I'm the dad. You're the dad. <laughs> I'm the one to blame for getting in, into Wolves. That's what well, I say to my dad every time after man, every it was, game. It was my dad that got me into Wolves, so it's being passed down. We're, <laughs> we actually we all live in we're all from and live in Peterborough. Oh, oh right. What? But we did come down to the games. Well, we did until obviously COVID. Oh, the only football fan, the only Wolves fans in Peterborough. Have you found any more? No, there's quite a few of us to be honest. All my family, my uncle, my cousins, we're all Wolves fans. So. Ah. Oh. So, what would you like to say about the game today? What are your thoughts, oh, Thomas? You go first, Thomas. Um, I've got a couple of things written down. Uh, last season, we said coming into this with no Europa League that we have more time to focus on the league. Mm -hmm. Instead, it seems that we've focused more on the FA Cup from day one or something like that because we went, we got knocked out by Stoke in the EFL Cup, didn't we? And everyone thought, well, we should have gone for that cup because mm -hmm. we had no Europa League. But now, yeah, we looked at Chorley and that wasn't a good mm -hmm. performance. I watched it and mm -hmm. you looked at you looked at what Spurs did to Marine and you thought, Oh my goodness, how have we not got at least two goals? But I think there's still time for us to stay up. Mm -hmm. I think we will stay up because yeah. we're lucky that there's teams that are worse mm -hmm. than us. Just yeah. about. Um Just about <laughs> We've we've got some tricky fixtures next game, which is worrying because mm -hmm. you see um mm -hmm. Uh, I think that West Brom Fulham draw, which we shouldn't be worrying about, the draw was perfect because either one of those teams get three points and yeah. they're creeping up to us. Yeah, um, definitely. Another thing was the team selection. I thought Martinho over Neves was ridiculous. I thought Neves has been brilliant in recent games because I thought Everton, he was good. Um, yeah, he had a very good Everton game, didn't he? Yeah, and Chelsea, well, everyone was good against Chelsea. I, mm -hmm. I think I think a lot of people that weren't uh, Wolves fans sort of didn't realise how much we needed the clean sheet, which is why I think we were criticised quite a bit for parking the bus. But I thought we did yeah. the right thing. 
I think another thing is, I know people say that it's his game, but Podence, um, I thought he should have been benched because he's only just come back from injury. And Adama obviously scored that really good goal against Palace. Uh, yeah. Which, which got us through. Um, and the transfers as well. Um, I think we need more transfers because, especially with the amount of injuries we've had, I think the Marcel signing was brilliant. It's just unfortunate with injuries. And then with um, signing of Fabio, he's, he's he looks very good. I think he'll grow up to be a very good player. I think his goal against West Brom proved that. But um, the signing of, uh, I think, oh, William Jose, I thought he had a nice few flick-ons. He just seems a very more muscular, experienced player than Definitely. Fabio. And his headers, if... Dad said if they were either way to the goal, they would be brilliant goals. But mm-hmm. the, the corner deliveries were better, but the performance was awful. Well, so just Patrick, oh, sorry, Patrick um, Moran says you're a confident young man. Carry on, Amy. I was just going to say, just um, touching on Jose, what did you think of him today? Being he's obviously played the full game, and obviously against Chelsea, he I think he basically just landed pretty much before he played against Chelsea. So, what was your thoughts on him today? Well, me? Yeah, well, either of you. I, I thought he was, um, he looked confident and it, I, I was, when you read out the lineup, it feels better to have sort of a, sort of a bigger, uh, bigger striker than Fabio because, uh, especially against, in the FA Cup, Catrone was, uh, I didn't, I, everyone's been thinking Catrone passed the pizza. I love the champ. The champ's the best part about his career. 100% right. He he hasn't been given a chance, but after watching the Chorley match against... (laughs) um, After watching the Chorley match against... um, uh, Well, Catron against Chorley, um, you expect a striker like him to sort of try and show his confidence. And um, I don't think he did. He had one shot on goal, I'm pretty sure, and... It wasn't good enough. But William Jose seems like the right person. He seems to command the box a bit more. And I think, obviously, it would have been fantastic today if he'd have gone and scored a goal. But he's only been in the country for, like, three days or something. So, I think... But I do feel that will come. And I think, that you know, he could have today if he'd have a bit more confident. But he's obviously learning the players around him as well, isn't it? Because, you know, they are professional footballers, but they do need to learn how each they're going to play the ball. So, I think... Me, that was promising about today. Seeing him, him come in, and I think within a few games, he will find his feet and hopefully find the back of the net. Definitely. So, um, um, uh, Michael, um, yep. Thomas, I have to say, you, you, for a young, young man, I think you're around about twelve years old. Is that what your dad says? Yeah. You talk very, very maturely and very well about the game. I've got to say, and there's been some fantastic messages, couple of messages here that says that that has you as a future manager or you could go and have a chat with Nuno yourself. But Michael, um, you obviously yeah. watched the game. What are your, what's your take? Well, I think, to be honest, I think whoever we've got up front at the moment, they're not going to get a lot of service. As, as I said, we're constantly passing as the ball sideways and backwards. The only time you have any sort of excitement is when Neto or Adama gets the ball. And I think there's a lot, you know, it's as if, we we give the ball to them and wait for something to happen. Then Donker, um, Matinho, um, the, uh, it's just constantly sideways passing. Even the full-backs that get forward, they, they bomb forward, get the ball, and then it's just a pass back. 
And I think today showed like we created so little against a, a team like Palace that aren't particularly full of talent. Um, and I think to an extent now we've we've been exposed for having a small squad. We've been lucky, really lucky with injuries for the last two years. And I think a lot of teams now will have realised stop the counter attack, and you're halfway there against us. And um, it's, it's, I can't see a plan B at the moment. I mean, I'll be honest, I th- I'd, I'd hope that Nuno's got enough credit in the bank to be given the chance to, to you know, to work through this and, um, and and pick things back up. Because, you know, we've had an amazing three years, really. We, we couldn't have dreamed of the last three seasons, finishing seventh twice, you know, when we're languishing near the bottom of, bottom of the championship. So I don't think we, we could improve on a manager by um, getting somebody in with new, um, instead of Nuno. Although Thomas thinks Eddie Howe. But um, I'm firmly in giving Nuno more time. I, f- I think he's earned that time, to be honest. Um, Are you the same as well, Thomas? Do you, do you think the same? He should be given more time? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I can't see us having the wage bill to get people like Allegri, considering mm. the signings and obviously wait, wages. If we want to keep players on the form we're going, <clears throat> players will want more to stay. I- and before we got on to our next caller, which is Asia, and she's over in Parma in Italy, wow. uh, would you believe? Um, can you both give us your man of the match um, and also your performance rating and any changes that you'd make for the Arsenal game? So, sorry, um, little girls just come in. As- oh. um, man of the match, uh, the only person who really created much today, Adama, for me. Well, him and Neto. Performance rating? Performance rating, oh, uh, five. And you, Michael? Uh, performance rating, I'll be really harsh and say three. I thought we were really, really poor. Man of the match, I struggled with. I thought Neto worked hard, tried hard, tried to make something happen. I probably agree with Amy. Kilman was fairly solid, to be honest. Um, so I'll, I'll go with Kilman. And Michael, uh, Patrick Mahan wants to think, do you think we'll be OK? Yeah, we'll stay up because, as Thomas said, we're quite fortunate. There's some really poor sides in that division. West Brom will go down. Sheffield United go down. And I think it'll be Fulham as well, the bottom three. I think we'll we'll get enough draws and, and, and the odd win to stay up. I think another season where it's been a bit more competitive, we would have been, we'd have been banging trouble. But without sort of sounding arrogant, I, I think we've got enough just about to stay up. I'd, I'd like to see us have a cup run, to be honest. I, I don't think having a cup run would endanger our premiership status. Hopefully add a bit to the confidence. Yeah. That's the massive Quite thing. Right. Yeah. That is a massive thing. We, we, we've been bursting with confidence for three years. You know, we set the championship alight with football they'd never seen. And, you know, our first two seasons of the premiership, we were fantastic. Lots of plaudits, you know, from, from everybody, likes of Lineker, other managers. And for the first time ever, you know, we're now struggling and the confidence is... You can see the confidence is gone in all of them, players, manager. Um, so I think that's the first thing we need to get back and obviously get back some games and points in the league. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure having you both on. And you've made your debuts tonight. So I do hope uh, that you enjoyed coming on uh, no, with me and Amy. And uh, feel free to come back in the future. Hopefully... You never know, 
we might go and do it against Arsenal again. That'd be so typical Wolves, wouldn't it? Let's hope. Uh, six points against Arsenal and Leicester, and then we're everyone smiling again. Yeah. That's football. That's football. That's why we love it. That is why we love it. Thank you very much, and we look forward to you joining us on a future show. Some yeah. brilliant points. Thanks, guys. Someone said in the in the cover, proud dad moment. You should be well proud of you, mate. You've spoke so so well. Well done, mate. Thank, Thank you. you. Brilliant, Thanks, guys. So uh, what a what a lovely young man. Oh, uh, what a lovely family. Absolutely lovely. We've got it's always nice when we get um, a young a youngster on uh, with their parent. We like we had a little Ria who's a mini Amy with her dad as well. Uh, but we're going to go all the way over to Italy to one of the international fans. Uh, to get a female perspective as well on the game. And that's Asia from Parma in Italy. Hi, Asia. Hi. Hi, Asia. Hi, Amy. You okay? Yeah, thank you. Before we get on to uh, talking about the game, we have to say that Amy is the one of the biggest Robert Plant fan going, aren't you, Amy? Asia. Asia, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I'm... <laughs> He's all right, but... <laughs> Asia, you are, aren't you? Big Robert Plant fan. Yeah. So what would you like to say about the game and, and obviously say it in, your, in your, your normal, unique style? Uh, okay. Um, I'd say I agree with Hemi. Uh, it's, this situation is frustrating. But uh, I, think, I think we played almost horrible the second half. And in the first half, we did basically nothing. But um, I'm not. I'm not even angry. You know, uh, I'm just really sad because, okay, we we're playing bad this season. Last season we played good, but remember where we were a few years back. Um, eight years back, we were in League One, and four years ago we were in Championship. So I. I'd just say it's a it's a bad year, but I really I really can't be angry with the squad, with the team, sorry, and with Nuno. Uh, I think I think I just think it's a bad situation, but it will pass. It's like that phrase, isn't it? I'm not um, angry. I'm just disappointed. Is kind yes, of the. But would you say I'm not angry? I'm frustrated, but I do think that you know, obviously we'd like to see them go like this the whole time but yeah. I guess success is never just a constant trajectory you just have to go a bit down sometimes to go down, back yeah. up, which hopefully is what we're finding at the moment but um in terms of the performance Asia what would you like to see change um for Arsenal is there any kind of formation changes because we know they've obviously gone from the four back to the five or what, um, what would you like to see for Arsenal? Yeah, four people in defence and I'd put Silva as a starter as well as uh, the new one, William Jose, and I'd let Odensen uh, on the bench. Um, okay. I'd use him as a jolly. I don't know how to say that, actually, uh, in the second half. But um, I'd, left, uh, I'd let Moutinho on the bench as well, actually, in the next game. Mm-hmm. So you'd play a four four two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's the best solution against Arsenal. Yeah, is that because it's, it's Arsenal quite attacking? Because Arsenal 
to be fair, we think Arsenal, they um, they were obviously in quite a bit bad run when we played them last time and now they yeah. seem to have turned it around. So, you know, it, teams go in bad runs all the time, don't they? And, you know, we saw Newcastle win today in that early kickoff as well. So we've just got to hope that we can turn it around soon and it is just a bit of a blip in the system after what you've said it being an amazing three or four years so yeah, yeah hoping a draw maybe a win uh, it's Arsenal is, is strange I mean um, they just played against uh, Man United and they did a nil-nil um, they're not doing that good this season so yeah hoping a draw maybe maybe a win who knows so, have you got like um, Asia uh, your man of the match, and do you have a performance rating from today? And is there anything you would change for Arsenal? Uh, man of the match, probably Semedo. And what was the last question? Um, yeah, performance rating, and anything you would change if you were the manager for Arsenal? Oh, I think it's a five. The ratings and. Yeah, as I said, I changed the midfield. Basically, the midfield. Would that mean you would you switch it so that you've got three in midfield, or would you would you spit, switch the players? No, as I said, a four four two. Four four two. So yeah. which which midfield two would you start? Oof. I don't know that actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, would, you, would you rather see Neves start over Matinho or would oh, you... yeah definitely yeah that's what you're kind of looking for as well and um, Asia it's absolutely fantastic he always like makes um, like you're over there in Italy um, clearly Italian how is it that you ended up supporting Wolves I'm sure a lot of people are wondering that oh um, happened I think 15 years ago, uh, my father used to listen to football matches on the radio because we didn't have a TV. And uh, it was Serie A and League, Spanish Liga and Premier League and Championship and Ligue 1. And I, I just heard this really strange name, this squad called Wolverhampton, and I really had no idea about the team. Um, so, yeah, I just kind of, I think I, I started um, reading sports magazines and I started to learn something. And when we got the TV, I started to watch Wolverhampton playing. And I really liked the team, the history, uh, stadium, the colors, everything. I just literally fell in love. And, yeah. I think that's a wonderful story, to be quite honest, to, to know. I mean, you're not just a glory hunter, like, well, <laughs> one day, Michael, you've supported for a, for a long time and uh, you found the team over there in uh, Italy. And I have to say, Asia, your English is very good as Thank well. You. Very good. Thank you. And look out for Asia on the International Fan Reaction because she contributes most weeks, sending a little video of her, of her thoughts on the match. Um, yes. So look out for her on that one. Uh, thanks ever so much for joining us, Asia, and hopefully Thank we'll you, have yeah. smiles on our face on Tuesday. Tuesday uh, against Arsenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed. Yes. Fingers crossed. Thanks, Asia. Lovely thanks, to talk thanks, to you. Thanks, Asia. Thank you. Take Bye. care. Bye.
So next up, uh, we've got a young man called James. We're going to bring on for his thoughts. Hello, James. Hi, James. Hi, am you right? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? <laughs> I've got. Uh, sorry about this, but I've got to admit that I'm autistic. So if I do stumble on any parts, I do apologise. Um, oh no, worries. That all take your time. Sorry, I, get, I just get a bit overwhelmed. It's not. It's not you or anything. I just get a bit overwhelmed. Um, I've written down some points. If I could read them out, or do you have to? Are you answer? No, no, read them. Read them out. Read them okay, out for us. Oops. Oh, sorry. I apologise. I'm trying to do me up at the same time. Sorry. Thank you, time. Lovely, for, lovely for you to come on uh, the channel and over your thoughts. That's what it's all about, mate. Thank you. I do appreciate the opportunity. Um, so I think a centre back is needed for cover. Um, also, new players need time, like Nori, Semedo. Um, new, I think Nuno, in in my opinion, as a neutral, because um, obviously you've got uh, Wolves have finished seventh. Um, consecutively seven. Uh, sorry, I'll start again. Wolves have finished seventh um, in their first two seasons back in the Premier League, um, and I think that's a massive achievement. Also, obviously, Wolves have won the championship. Um, obviously, once the injured players come back, obviously it'll be a great boost to the side. Obviously, the confidence. Um, and like Amy and and you've said, Dave, and all the other talkers so far, football is a funny game. It's a cruel game. It's a great game, and obviously, it's a sad game. Um, and no Wolves, like you say, would probably be Arsenal. Um, also, I probably st I would have started Neves today. I think Neves is like a De Bruyne. He likes to control the midfield, like pulling the strings, switching the play. Um, he's very direct. Um, Wolves always struggle, in my opinion, against the teams that aren't doing so well. Like Crystal Palace, in my opinion, aren't doing so well at the minute. Probably while Wolves struggle, but say like they're playing like a Liverpool or a Manchester City. Um, they do well and they're, they're more up for it. And obviously the fans know it's a massive game. So, like, you know when you're at Molyneux, you, both of you, you're, if you say, oh, we've got Liverpool this week, you, you, your self-esteem and your confidence is always, you're buzzing, aren't you? If I said, oh, it's Crystal Palace, you'd be like, oh, we've got, oh, have you got, oh, we've got Palace. N not not offence to Palace or any of the te so-called teams that ain't doing well, but it's more of a... It's a not as exciting, is it? You can't, you yeah, can't yeah. get into it as much, yeah. Not really, no. You're like... The, I remember the Liverpool game and the Manchester City game. Me and my mum were in the South Bank, and like I brought my I brought a wolf snoot. I goes, Mum, Wolves are going to win this three two because obviously they went two 0 up. My mum goes, Oh, here's five 0 City. I goes, No, I have faith in them. And I put my snoot on. I goes, They're going to win this three two. And what did they won three two? And I goes, Hey, Mum, Doherty like that. And she was like, How do you know that? I goes, You have to have faith. Football's like I say, football's a cruel game. It's a, it's a sad game, but it's a great game as well. Um, and I think Wolves will finish about tenth this season. To be honest with you. Um, I'd take tenth at the moment, James. I tell yeah, you that for nothing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think I think um obviously, like I said, you finished seventh. Um, sorry, I know I keep saying uh, you. I do. I, I've got. I've got to admit, I do follow Liverpool. I do go to Anfield a few times, but also I do follow Wolves. So they are like my second team. But I do really like Wolves because my mum's a massive Wolves fan. Unfortunately, yeah. she can't be on the show because she's had the vaccine for the, obviously coronavirus, and she's very she's exhausted um but then wfc says um 10th would be amazing stuart kelsell yeah. says i'd take 10th now i think we'd all take that right at this point james um if uh, i think like as i say you know you come on it's very brave of you because like as you say being autistic and everything and, and mm. 
having the bravery. Um, I've got to say a lot of credit to you, young man, for coming on here and speaking live to all of these people. That says a lot about your inner strength as a person, mate. And you're making some fantastic points. Um, just to finish off, James, what would you say was your man of the match tonight and what would you give the rating? Um, just to, before I said my man's matching the rating, I don't want to apologise about my iPad for falling over. <laughs> don't Sorry. worry about that, oh. mate. It's not a problem. Don't be silly. Um, and so just before you go on to that, JH Games says, Hi, James. Love your notes. Keep it up. Thank you. I do appreciate that comment. Um, I agree with Amy Kilman. Um, to be honest with you, I think Kilman's a very good youngster. I think when he first came in, my mum was on my mum. She's not a negative person, but she she just get a bit like a bit distraught. Um, and so I, I do look away from the camera as well because I, I feel like I can't talk when I'm looking into the camera. So I do apologise. That's fine. Um, Carry on. Um, I think Kilman when he first came in, I think my mum said, "Oh." She was a bit like a bit unsure because he's so young, but he's so strong and he's, he's like he's got like leader qualities like Cody. And when I said about a centre back's needed for cover, I think we need Wolves need another Connor Cody. Obviously, I think not it's not impossible, but I think Bolly's a great defender, but I, th I think they do need a cent um and another centre back. Um, my rating would probably be first for the first half about a five, and then I'd probably say a five for each half, to be honest with you. Um but I, I'm not going to lie. I do feel a bit distraught for Wolves because I think they're a great club, um, and I do feel about I do feel bad for Nuno. Um, I think because obviously the pandemic's been hard for myself. I'm not going to lie. Obviously, the, obviously being autistic, I like routine, um, and obviously my I used to work, but I don't work anymore. So my routine's been broke up. So it's for difficult for me for like my senses. Um, so understanding yeah. about oh I'm in lockdown, but I've got used to lockdown. My mum's helped me a lot. She's like my carer. So she looks after mm -hmm. me um, a lot. But, yeah, um, I think Wolves will be fine. I think Nuno, in for, like I've mentioned, the points I've said, to get seventh consecutively for two seasons with a small squad, which he does like, like he has mentioned, is, in my opinion, is unbelievable. I just want to read out a couple of comments before we say goodbye. Um, so, um, Alan Taylor, well done, James. Kerry says, love, James. Uh, JH Game says, very brave, scurry, live, you guys know how to sing it. And um, Merv Bennett has said, well done as well. And Andy Johns said, James, you're amazing. And Stuart Kelsall said, great insight, James. And uh, the thing that I just want to say, James, for you, this is a big thing coming on live. And you can yeah. see all of these wonderful people that are watching you now, giving you the encouragement and um, and giving you all the big ups. So, Congratulations for coming on, James, and I hope you'll come again in the point. That's okay. Sorry, sorry, I apologize. Yeah. I know it's your chef. I feel like I'm taking over. I apologize for No, carry on. No, carry, carry on. on. That's fine. It, you know, Asia's Asia likes Robert Plant. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's linked with it, it's linked into what I'm going to say. So I'm a massive fan of Queen, Freddie Mercury. I'm, I'm besotted by Freddie Mercury. I think obviously because Robert Plant and Freddie Mercury around the same time led Zeppelin and Queen. And I just wanted to make that point. I think um obviously Robert Plant's a like his vocal range and his power and his voice and his stage presence was like Freddie. So I, I do miss Freddie Mercury a lot. But um, Fantastic musicians, like, both of them. Like, like Freddie says, the show must go on. Wolves will go on. The show must go on. Absolutely. And we've got, uh, we've got backstage, we've got Craig, um, we've got Scott, we've got Mark, uh, we've got Asia and her dad. And next up, we've got Manny. Uh, and I think Jason's just joined as well. So... 
Next up, we've got Manny. Jason, absolutely. Uh, uh, James. James, just <laughs> doing the jack. James, absolutely brilliant uh, today. We'll I'm just saying we've got Jason joining us backstage in the green room as well. Well done, mate. We'll be on to, do you want to come on to another game? She'll come on when she's a bit more uh, energised. Absolutely. We'll yeah. well. You're all, always welcome, mate. Any game. Fantastic. That's very brave of James there coming on because, as I say, he is autistic, but it doesn't matter. We welcome anyone on the show and it gives him a lot of confidence to come on and do that. And he's a lovely young man. He's been watching the channel for a long time and his mom's lovely as well. So brilliant to have him on. Um, we're going to get Manny on next um, to give us his thoughts. So everyone knows Manny. He's obviously on the podcast and a friend of the show as well. Manny, hey, he's not in bed. I'm not. I'm. I'm actually. I've got a grey blanket on. I've got a grey head covering. I've obviously got the grey beard on a grey day. A grey performance. Anything <laughs> else grey? Right. That's it. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> wolf is here though. Look, I've got a wolf. Oh. Well, you put a smile on our face as always, Manny. Mate, you know what? The oh, where do you start? That was painful, excruciatingly painful. I'm not going to lie. Uh, first half, you can't go to a team like Palace who are struggling themselves and have zero shots, zero attempts, and actually zero presence going forward. You know, let's be honest, that's how bad it was. Yeah, we played bad, bad against Chorley, but remember, we got through. Cut runs are about getting through. We got that's through. Right, yeah. That's that's job done. This was pretty horrific. When you start in that vein, it's very hard to recover. Second half, we started more positive, and they scored out of nowhere, let's be honest, um, against the run of play. They weren't very good either, but that gave them confidence, and every time they ran at us, we seemed to then get a bit of jittery. I thought um, new signing, William Jose, as the longer the game went on, looked like a striker, had physical presence, got into two fantastic positions through his quality. Um, you know, that shot on the turn was a very good shot and really uh, proper physical centre-forwards header that, you know, a yard either side, it would have gone in. But let's ne let's forget about being too good to go down. We've got to remove that mentality. Well, there's out a good the point here, Manny. Um, maybe it's because of what a wonder says, Manny laughed four weeks ago and I said we've been in a relegation battle. Uh, on that point, no. what do you think now? Okay. First of all, like I was just going to make a point of, first of all, we've got to get the mentality of, oh, we're too good to go down out of our heads. That doesn't work. You know, if you start thinking like that, the last eight games, we're the worst. We're the worst team in the Premiership, the last eight games, because mm -hmm. results are the what, what determine whether you're any good. I remember Blackpool were really good in the Premiership, weren't they? Fantastic football. They went down. So, you know, we have got better players. I don't think we'll go down because if you look at the bottom three, I think they'll struggle to get about 32 points. They're that far behind. So that leaves us with nine points, three wins. With three yeah. wins, 17 games. Is Nuno and the team we've got not going to get three wins? Well, if they don't get three wins, it will have been astronomically. We don't deserve to stay up if they can't we get three We don't wins. deserve to stay up. No, we <laughs> definitely don't deserve to stay up if we don't stay up this season. But it's a battlefield now. It's a battlefield. I don't think we're in a relegation dogfight right now, but we're in on a battlefield. And on a battlefield, you have to roll up your sleeves. You know, the experienced pros like Cody, like Patricio, right? 
maybe John Ruddy in the back room or what. They've got to come to the fore, roll the sleeves up, and they've got to work and they've got to fight their way out of this form. Today was just, honestly, the midfield was the worst I've ever seen under Nuno. I don't think it's ever been that bad, the midfield. Joe Martinez is a very good player. I love him, and but he needs like an Engolo Kante next to him to do all the hard work for him. Or, Manny, do you, or, do you, there's a lot of people that saying that maybe Martinez just that little bit side of past it now. Um, still got a role to play within the squad coming on, but can't really do 90 minutes and stuff. I mean, I've, he was he was played today. Um, I mean, what is your thought on that, mate? I don't know. I think, you know what, sometimes we look at individuals too much. And you have to look at the actual system you're playing. Today, we played uh, a left, left-handed left guy on the right-hand side, a right-handed guy on the left-hand side. You know, everything was just didn't feel right. And so if the setup of the team is wrong, you know, Sheffield United had a good setup last year. None of their players were superstars and they did well. So, you know, our team this season has been set up all over the shop from going, having the same 11, we could name the Wolves team, Every week, last year, every week we could name it. Now we don't, not only can't we name it, we don't even know what formation it is. If you think about Pedence going off and Vitinha coming on and then Silva coming on, really it was like, let's throw all these forwards on and see what we can get. But none of us actually knew, oh, who's playing? I wonder where he's, but oh, is he coming this side? So I think we need to go against Chelsea. We went back to basics in terms of keeping a clean sheet. I think against Arsenal, we go... You know, try all right, Neto. Stay on the stay on the wings. Get the chalk on your boots. Put the balls in. Jose is obviously got a presence, and he is a striker that scores goals. And you know, he he scored looked, I thought he looked. Uh, he was our most impressive player today. For me, he was. For me, he was the most impressive because he was the only one that improved the longer the game went on. So you know, and the midfield, Dendonka for four or five games has just looked so poor. Nothing in midfield. Not really great tackling, no goal threat. You know, he's just lost any ability to control the ball and shoot on target or he head the ball. Are you on about there, Manny? Den Donker. Yeah, there's a few people there. That, I mean, Patrick Moran is yep. saying Den Donker was rubbish, made Matinho look bad. He was. Matinho needs a really dominant centre uh, midfielder next to him for, for him to play. So if, if that person is off form, like then Don has been, then Martinho will struggle. Now, the mystery was, where was Neves? You know, but Neves's wife is due in about a week and a half and she's been stuck in Portugal. I don't know. Maybe there's something behind the scenes and maybe his mind hasn't been on things or maybe there's something in training. Only Nuno knows that. We can all guess, right? So if for, for, for Arsenal, I'd have Neves and I actually would have Owen Ottasoe, I think. You know, the few games he played, he played really well. He's got physical, strong running ability. He gets up and down the pitch. And I think those two, Neves spraying the ball to two wingers. Traore had a really bad game against Chelsea, but we didn't attack against Chelsea. As soon as we get a striker to play with physical presence, we didn't play Traore. That's well, like, you know... <laughs> Neil Jones is agreeing with you. He says um, in the chat, Ottosoe should be given uh, more chances. WWFC says it's clear that the midfield is a problem, especially when 
Neves doesn't play. And um, Peter Kane says, Manny, if you could bring in a centre half or a midfielder, which one before the deadline? Would, would, what would you go? Find anyone else? The deadline. The deadline is a couple of days away. Let's be honest. It would be a complete and utter out the blue panic signing. I think if we did get anyone, because who's available of that? I think that's a, a situation that you address in the in the summer. We've got enough to stay up. Let's be honest. We have got enough to stay up. It's up to the players to roll their sleeves up and actually prove that. And the longer it goes without... I'm not worried about the run of the games. I don't care about the run of games. Arsenal, Leicester, Southampton, Leeds. We've just got um, seven points from United, Spurs, Arsenal and Chelsea. And we've got one point from Burnley, Brighton, West Brom and Palace. So... Wolves can beat, you know, in the league. We can beat anyone. Anyone can beat anyone. Amy knows it's not about the opposition, it's about us, how we set up and how we play. If we play to our strengths and the players we've got in the right formation, in the right setup, teams are, teams are, fear, are fearful of us because they know But we're a bit of a soft touch at the moment and we need it um, turning around uh, very quickly because the longer it goes on, confidence does drift away and, and there's no fans to... G anyone up, you know, which is a big factor. We know that, but that's the same for everything. We can't, it's not a time now to make excuses. It's not a time to say, oh, but this, oh, but he was injured, oh, she was in, oh, he. it's not, that's gone now. This is time. You're on the battlefield. You want to leave it with your tail between your legs, or do you want to stand up to all like a warrior, chest out, and fight for your, for your right and your position in the table? I'm ready to fight as a fan, and, it, and I hope the, the players are, you know. I think that's exactly it, Manny. I think they really have got to step up now. And I think it's, I think it's, is it 10 games now without um, without a win? Is that in the Premier League? Eight, eight, eight or nine. Eight. eight or nine. No, I don't know. But it's the worst. We got three points and Sheffield United and West Brom have got more than us. So in that in those games. And we've had, you know, games against those clubs. So, you know, we were a leading... The, the, the dilemma I see for, for Nuno is goals win your games. Today, we didn't have a threat. So this season, he decided, because we missed out on goals scored last year, we needed to increase our goal output. He went to four at the back when five wasn't working. And suddenly, we created 25 chances against um, Southampton, created 23 against um, West Bromwich Albion, created countless chances against Brighton. But we started leaking goals started leaking goals and drawing games and losing games where we had scored. So he went back to clean sheet mode. But we haven't just took two steps back. We've took the triple world record, triple jump world record, jump back. We've, we've gone that far because we, we've lost our attacking intent, our identity of going forwards, of getting down the wings, using our pace, our counter. Everything seems to have been missing because we've seemed to have like concentrated on Shutting up shop, but shutting up shop doesn't win your games. Scoring goals wins your game. And we have to be braver. We have to be stronger. And we have got the personnel. I think we've got the personnel to stay up. And this season becomes about just finishing, completing, getting out the other side, and then sitting down in the summer and, and having a good look of whether we want to go four or five, and then bringing those right players in to play that formation. Fantastic. Uh, just before we get on to your man of the match and your performance rating, and oh. uh, in the, if the midfield is a problem, would you be willing to switch to five three two to get more bodies in the midfield? To be honest, I think he'll stick with five. I would go four. Yeah, 
I would go for with a, a four, almost like a four four two. Um, uh, you know, I, even playing two strong because I just think we need to have a goal threat. We can't. You like Patricio? People saying Patricio could he have done better? When you've scored no goals, every goal against is is analysed. Oh, we conceded a goal. If we scored three goals against Palace today, nobody cares about Patricio not getting down quickly because we've still won the game. Every time we concede a goal, it's analysed. Why? Because we don't score. We have to score goals. You score goals by creating chances. We created next to nothing against Crystal Palace, who, you know, let's be honest, Crystal Palace, we should be doing much better than that. You know, and, and we have to do it now, not like in a couple of games time or next week or in, in, in a month's time. Now, Arsenal, Tuesday, right intent, Warriors, chest out, get on that battlefield, roll your sleeves up and do them because we can. We've got we enough can. players to do them. We can and we've proved it many, many times. Before we get on to the next caller, which is Craig, he's been waiting patiently. And uh, we've also got Scott, uh, Mark... Uh, Rear and Dad, Jason and Dan behind the scenes as well in the green room. Uh, what's your um, performance rating and who are you going to give the man of the match to today, Manny? Performance rating, three. Because we had a bit of attacking intent in the second half, but the first half was atrocious. Uh, man of the match, Kilman, solid game. But I'm going to, you know, this was a defensive. We didn't need a defensive masterclass today. We needed someone in attack, and the only one who showed it was our new striker. And give him a bit, a bit of confidence. I'll give it to him. He had a really good header, brave header, and he, a good turn that could have gone in. So I'm going to give it him. Fantastic, mate. Absolutely brilliant. No um, problem. Let's hope uh, you write about Arsenal. They come out chest puffed out, and they've got the warrior spirit. The only, way. That the, only way. the only way forward, um, you know, when things are dark in life, you you rise up. That's the only way forward. We can lock ourselves away and the players can lock themselves away and, and hide. The ones who hide will go down. That's what happens. And that's up to Nuno, Cody, Neves, Patricio, all the ones that have been there for three or four years just to get the pack together and say, let's do this. And we can. Fantastic, Manny. Thanks as ever for joining us. And hopefully you can join us again at, um, for the Arsenal game. Hopefully. Yep. With I'm, I'm self-isolating self for a, probably the third time this year at the moment. I've got four days, three days left. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic, mate. Thanks for joining. No problem. Thank you for having me, Amy and Dave. Keep up the good work. See you That's later. We'll talk oh, about the snowsers uh, again close to the date on here as well. Yes, we will. <laughs> See ya. See ya, mate. Uh, so next up, we've got uh, uh, making his debut in a retro, proper retro Wolves shirt. I can see in the background. It's Craig. Afternoon, Dave. Amy. Hi, Craig. Oh, All dear, right, thanks. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just absolutely... Uh, you see, uh, my hair on the 29th of uh, last month had a, had, a, had a full head of uh, hair. I've got none now. Um, <laughs> in support of the guys that they are absolutely knackered uh they played 58 games last year they've had two uh, weeks break and that some some of our, our, our guys have had non-stop football their legs are fine but it's in your in your your, your head where you start to get tired and it, and, and it really shows i mean they they they've got so so sloppy cody 
he's nowhere near his his form that he's that he's he's been playing for the last like three years. He's he's really sloppy. His um, positional sense is poor. Um, he's square against really really quick guys, and penalties come come about because because of, of, of that. Um, and as a side, guys, we're far too nice, you know. We we we, we uh, get barged off the uh, the the ball, and we don't get mad, and we don't get mad at at uh, our teammates when we when we're sloppy. We we, we just uh, you know seem to take it, and and our manager's a nice guy, isn't he? And that seems to run through the team. We just we're just too nice. We, we as as uh, manager just said, it, it it's now time to fight. For our, for our uh, right to, uh, uh, you want to see a little bit more of a nasty oh, side. Balls. I don't think I don't think we used to be. I do I do can see what you mean about being nice at the moment, but they didn't used to be like that, and it that's come this season because you know I look back to the past three seasons in Nuno, and I would argue that they've had that every game. You know, going to the death and getting a lot of last minute points on the board. So. Where where has that been lost? Is it because of the fans not being there? Is it because of their knackered? You know, it's not. They need to refind it because they have lost it. But we have, they have been the nice nasty guys. If you know what I mean. Absolutely. I mean, I think I think that when you've played as much as most of these guys have, with no break at all, you get tired in your in your head, and the fight goes a bit. And I, 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 I think Nuno needs to give them a, a real kick, um, because you know to to like kick kick start them off again. Um, they they just I mean some of the uh, the um, short term passes today, Dave. I I heard you you were say on the on the live feed. It was just so sloppy, wasn't it? Even oh, even, yeah. even even short passes of, of about three to four yards was really poor. And we've not seen that for for what three four years, so so something's not quite right. I'll, I'll, Do you think I'll, they're frightened? Of, we're frightened of making a mistake playing their passes too safe without, without any doubt, Dave. And I've I've got loads of uh, notes here. Our form over the last twelve games is frighteningly bad. It's you know uh, people people need to start getting a little bit concerned. And in the form table, we're bottom of the Premier League. We're, we're absolute rock bottom. Over the last twelve games, uh, we've scored thirteen goals. We've had nineteen against. Um, we've we've won two games, lost seven, and drawn three. Nine points out of out of a possible thirty six. That is that is awful form. You can you can you can bring in all the. Just uh, when we had a good start to the season. Oh oh, absolutely, and and you can bring all all the excuses that that you want. We've got the squad to finish in the top eight, no doubt whatsoever. Even even with all all the bad luck that we've we've had with some of our top players getting hurt, even with those, we've got a squad that is that is good enough uh, for for top eight. Our structure's not good. Um, sort of messing about with a formation when you've got six of your first teammates. That's not really a great, a great move, and I am one hundred percent behind uh, Nuno as a manager. To, to 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 even talk about changing a manager at this the, uh, time shows shows absolutely no insight into uh, what what new management does to any structure. 
be it in a football team or business, because uh, they come in and they change everything. And that could well knock us over, over the edge. Um, so Nuno's done a great job. This is a blip, but it's not a great blip, is it? You know, it's, it's looking poor. We're not looking good. Even when we lost um, prior to this bad run, fans uh, and um, opposition fans would say, Wolves look a great side. At the moment, we look awful. It, it, it's, it's, you know, all, almost uh, more interesting to watch paint dry. We, we knock it square. We knock it back. We're not quick going forward. Teams, teams can regroup and get in their formation really easy. And we've become predictable to play against. If you notice today, Dave, Amy, um, what teams have started to do with us is to put two defenders on, on both wingers to, st to stop us going round the uh, uh, side, which should leave more space in the midfield to, to run through the middle. We've got no uh, midfield player taking that uh, space in the middle. We've got no midfield players that come come onto that, that uh, ball in the so middle Craig, there. So, Craig, um, who would you um, rate as your man of the match and what would your... Uh performance rating and uh, Amy what do you think of um, Craig's comments there on the about the, the, the doubling on the wingers and the midfield I think that we know we've got pacey pacey wingers haven't we with everything goes down the wings with us so yeah you know I can see your point and you see that's obviously what the obvious thing would do to set up but they've got the quality that they need to be able to work on that to play down the wing because we shouldn't change you know we shouldn't change how we play necessarily to combat that. So it's within the players and it's within the coaching squad that they need to work out, right, if that's how teams are playing to say it, then we need to do it differently. So, yeah, you know, try it down the middle. I think Troy already did play a few games down the down the middle, didn't he? Um, previously, I do, I think someone said it earlier, I do think Troy already should have started today because I don't think for has full match fitness yet. So I think to start him over Troy already, and I, I and Palace, they look scared of trial Ray. Everyone, you know, and he might just be a mental thing. But when he came on, he did he did take it to them and he just didn't have... Neto, I didn't think, had a great game in the second half particularly. I thought it was there in the first half. But I'd have started with Neto and trial Ray up front, um, on the wings today. But um, do, you, do, you, do you both feel worse because we've had, like, three years where it's been just absolutely amazing? And this is our first run of games where not only we lose in, but we, we just look look very, very I, I know, think as, a, as any Wolves fan, I think you always think as a Wolves fan, there's something going to go wrong so, sooner or later because we're not used to having constant success. And for the first time in a long time since Fosun come in and then Nuno, we've, we've got better and better and better. Every year has been a step forward. And this year has been a big slap and knock backwards. Um, oh, so but this season, this season, I think it it does feel like that. But for me, this season is just odd. Everything about this season is just yeah. completely like um. To use that word, I don't. I hate the word, but unprecedented. It's more so than finishing this this season off last year. It's just so up and down, and I think. All clubs have felt it in some way. And, you know, every, everyone's got to play without fans. But for Wolves, 
fans are the 12th man, I would argue more than majority of clubs in the Premier League. So there's loads of external factors. But yes, back to, to answer your question, it feels worse because of the three years. But then I just look back and think, well, I remember crying my eyes out at Brighton when we got relegated to League One and a chap coming up to me, a random chap coming up to me and giving me a massive hug and saying things will get better, Bab. And that's what I always remember and tell myself when I watch performances like today, that things will get better, Bab, because they do. <laughs> right. Um, uh, Neto is my man, man of the match today because he, 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 he always tries to make some, something, some, some, something happen. He's always trying to, to score a goal or, or, you know, get through. So, Neto, um, my overall score today was same same as uh, Manny's was, uh, three out of ten. And my last thing, I would change uh, the um, for, formation. Um, I'd go 5-3 uh, or 3-5, or 1-2. Playing three yeah. up, uh, up front leaves us... Really, really short. Three, five, area. one, two is eleven. You mean three, uh, five, no. two? Three, yeah, uh, yeah. Three, five, my, two. My apologies. Yeah, yeah. I've got. I've got. I've, <laughs> Although I've, we could I've do with an extra player on the pitch at um, the moment, it might help. The dents for, for for me should just play right behind the front uh, two in that in that slot because we've got nobody there at all. Yeah, and I, I, I just, I, I mean, I like to see sometimes the Dharma going down the middle as well because I do think, as Amy, as, as you've pointed out, and Amy's pointed out, that they do tie him into a corner and he has to go past. Whereas if he's going through a more central area, he can go left, he can go straight on, he can go right, he's got more space to run into. But he's a bit of an enigma. And uh, Craig, an absolutely fantastic call. And, uh, Thank you. Thanks, thanks Amy. Much. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. Hopefully you'll come on a, a future one as well with a, with a, so too. when we've won. <laughs> Cheers, Craig. Thanks. You take care, guys. Thank you. So uh, that was Craig with his points. And just to let you know, we've still got Scott, Mark, Rhea and Dad and Jason uh, backstage, who's uh, bathed the baby. Apparently today he's on bath bathing duties. We've got Next up, we have got Scott who's going to be up. He's the uh, chairman of Busbury FC as well. Hey, Scott. Hi, Scott. Hiya. Are you going to put Busbury FC on for us instead? How do you think they'd do? Uh, to be honest, a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Busbury's a work in progress. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> well, um, well, then, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I think... Going going into Wolves, I think it's one of them where we need to understand what's happened from the beginning of uh, this season to where we are now. We arguably finished the longest season that we've ever had in our history uh, last season. And we had, what, about two weeks rest, no pre-season, no preparation. And then you had new players coming in who didn't really get a chance to settle and get used to the players around them. And then we get off to a good start and you think we'll be all right. But then one by one, we start seeing our leaders on that pitch start to go with injuries. And one by one, our team's getting chipped away. And then that Jimenez incident knocked us for six. It Nobody was expecting it. And it really shook the core of Wolves as a whole, fan base, team, everything. And it's just got worse ever since then. But the thing is, we're in a situation now where this team that Nuno's put together has never been in before. We have 
what finished won the championship, then we finished seventh in our first season, finished seventh in our second season. So you could say that all we've had is good times. So these lads are only used to having success. And it's one of them now that we're in a dogfight and it's going to be tough. Do I think Nuno should leave? No. I think Nuno should be in this with us to the end. And if it does go to the point where we do get relegated, which I don't think is going to happen, I'd still want to keep Nuno because I trust Nuno probably more than most fans because I saw something in that championship season where I'm going to home and away games seeing a Wolves team that I've never seen before, play a different way that I've never seen before, and it just felt special. And then that Bristol City away game when Bentley scored that winner, everybody's going nuts. I got lifted in the air by some big dude that I've never even seen before in my life, like a scene out of Dirty Dancing. And then you go into the coach and you see what Nuno's reaction was in the stands as well, because he got sent to the stands at that game. Mm. And you know how much it meant. And it just, I don't know, there was just something that this was different. And then we come into the Premier League with the basis of we've been told in the press and you see it on Sky and BT that we were the Man City in the Championship that season. So everybody's expecting us to be, we're already a Premiership team in their eyes. We're coming into the Premiership team, Premiership and we'll do well. And we did. But we got into Europe. Nobody was expecting that, not even us. And then to go into Europe and start a season earlier than everybody else, still achieve getting to the group stages, then achieving to get out the group stages, to go all the way to the quarterfinals, to only lose to the winners of that tournament. Last and night then, goal as well. Yeah. And then you look at how quick that season ended to the one starting. People just forget. I think they forget about that and they just see what's happening now. They don't forget. They don't understand that these lads, yeah, they had, they had time to rest when we had that lockdown and they had a break and stuff like that. But, it's still one of them where we lost Johnny before the season had even started. Um, and it was just, I don't know, it's just, it's one of them where, to me, this season, I just want to get it over and done with now, get it out of the way. I don't I think agree with get, that. I don't think we'll get relegated. And I think if you told me, starting next season, we've still got Nuno and we've still got everybody that's there now, all fully fit, would we be in a relegation battle? No, we'll be challenging for top six. And I honestly believe that because it's one of them where this season to me is null and void. It's one of them where a lot of things have happened that were beyond our control. It's put Nuno and the lads into a situation where they've never been in before. And they're trying to work a way on how to get out of this. And it's not going to be easy. and It's going to be painful. And it's frustrating. Like, I'm a positive guy. But watching today was, it just, oh, it just made my blood boil today. But it's one of them where I understand, though, that we're going to have days like this. But are we going to get relegated? No. I think Manny said that we need, what, three wins? We'll get that. I know we will. So I'm not worried. And the teams that are in the relegation area now are well off worse than us. Like, come on, Baggies are not going to escape there. Sheffield United, I highly doubt, are going to get out of there. And I can probably see Fulham not getting out of there either. So for me, let's get this season over and done with. Let's not press the panic button just yet, like a lot of people on Twitter and Facebook are doing right now. Just well, relax. There's always, there's always a meltdown when you're on a bad oh, one yeah. and you lose and stuff. That that's what happens. They all come out, out and there's. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I mean, Amy's like me. We're quite positive people. I think you are the same. Trying to keep uh, keep on with the uh, the positivity, Scott. It's it's one of them where we've got to be in the trenches with him. We can't be by the side of him celebrating a championship title, European football, 
um, seventh place finishes in the Premier League if we're not willing to be in the trenches with him if it's not going our way one time? Yeah. We need to be by the side of him going, look, we know this season's rubbish. We know there's a bigger issue in the world right now with COVID. We know you can't see your family. We know you're you're suffering with the fact that we haven't got the players that we, we need right now. But we're here with you side by side and we believe in you. We trust you. We trust these lads and Fusen to get us out of this mess and then next season go again fresh. Yeah. I think you've made some great points, Scott, and it kind of sums up exactly how I feel. You can't, this season is a bit null and void and you just you don't want to wish your life away. But I think we'd all quite like to fast forward in time for more reasons than yeah. one at the moment, just to get to the other side of this situation that we're in and the season itself, because it's not a proper football season. You know, football for most of the majority of us is being able to go and that whole experience. And I think one of the things that I feel watching it week in week out on tv you just feel quite helpless as a fan i think yeah. when you're there and you can you feel like you can get behind them and you can in these times you can get behind them more because you know your voice can be heard almost but it's difficult and people go on about to just like i don't i'm not on twitter because i find it quite toxic but it i is. think <laughs> if you know people need to remember that people read things so it's if you are do everyone's allowed to be frustrated but just channel those frustrations in the right way because players do read what's on twitter and we want them to be in a positive we want them to get on that battlefield in that fighting mentality so reading negative things on twitter isn't going to help that so if you want to be supportive and you want to be a fan then please think about what you write online because it's hard well you touched on it there like you got to think on before Nuno came to us, did we really have the 12th man? Not really. We had the hardcore Wolves fans that would go to, in a rainy day in League One. And then you've got, like, the average fan. and But the people that we've got now who made the stadium up were new fans. Fans that were sceptical at first but now can see something good building here. And all of a sudden, Nuno got this city to fall in love back with its club. And you see that, when, especially when we won the championship and we did the parade, you saw the amount of people that came out for that was insane. And it's one of them where we've lost that now. So the Nigel, uh, Nigel Vernon says, uh, Scott, and I, Scott, I've got to say, I think you make some really good points and really con well constructed call, to be fair, as well. And like what Amy says, uh, Nigel Virgin, I think there's a few people said, well said. Nigel said, time to stick together. Unity is what we need, not separation. And coming on to your point and, and what Amy says, it's kind of like, yeah, I can see why you'd want the season to be over and you want to get to the season, still be in the division, let them have a proper rest, hopefully get the, you know, the worst of the coronavirus out the way. Let them have a proper rest, see their families, recharge, re-energise, come back with a fully fit squad, hopefully have a good um, transfer window in the summer. And I, I'm i like you. I've said this to a few people. I think, although this season's been tough for so many reasons, if we can get through it and get to next season, I think we could have a very strong season next year. That's my Agreed. personal view. We definitely could. I honestly believe that, say, for example, COVID never happened and the injuries didn't happen the way they did and we did get that rest period, a bit of pre-season before this season, we wouldn't be in the mess that we're in now. It's a, it's just one of them where I've spoke to a lot of people and they've said, like, other teams have had it just as bad as us, but have they really? No. 
because none of them got as far as we did in the Europa League for start, and they didn't start the Europa League journey as early as we did. So it's one of them where our season started way earlier, finished way later, and there's a lot of people behind the scenes that are working hard to put right all the damages that caused from that most successful season that we've ever had. And it's one of them where, as much as we were all in Europe, we were all cheering them on, if we can do that, then we should be there in the trenches with him, supporting him now when he's in the mess that he's in. And you could argue, yes, he should have had a better transfer window and he should have got more players in uh, for certain areas. But look, the damage is done now. He's trying to fix it with the fact that he's brought William in. Uh, he's trying to fix it with the fact that players are returning now with Podence came out of nowhere. Uh, Johnny and Marcel have already put on social media that they're on the way back. Then the news that Raul will probably feature at some point during this season. So for me, I think we're going to end this season strong. And I honestly think that we've got nothing to worry about. We just need to see through the frustrating part right now. Fantastic, Scott. And before we just get on to our next caller, which is Mark, who's been waiting patiently for a long time, uh, your man of the match and your performance rating, Scott? Performance rating, I would say five. Uh, just purely because we did have some attacking options in the first and second half, not something to write home about. But you saw the fact that, like, some of the crosses that came in, Jose just wasn't there. And that's just him finding his feet with the club. The moment he finds his feet, he's going to be at those crosses and he's going to be putting chances away. And you saw that when he had that one chance, that was a great save from the Palace keeper. Man, the match is over, got to be Kilman and for what he did or Neto, because Neto was probably the only one that looked like he was everywhere on the pitch, trying to win the ball, trying to get the attack going. Uh, but as for Jose, I think Jose did a good shift, um, but you can see still, he's just finding his feet, but he'll get there. Uh, Scott, an absolutely brilliant call. Thanks uh, for making your debut. Um, <laughs> and we're obviously wishing them well for the, the Bushbury Hill. I, I will come and have a, a knock a, a football session with you at some point, mate. I know you've invited me a couple of times. Well, let's just put it this way. This this debut on here has been a lot better than my Bushbury debut. So <laughs> let's just put it that way. Fantastic, mate. And I hope you come on again and join us again, mate. I know. I will do. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you, Scott. Thanks, Keep up the good work. Thank you. So that's Scott with some great points. And next up, he's been waiting uh, very, very patiently. We've got uh, Mark. Hello, Mark. Hi, Mark. Hello, Dave. Hello, Amy. How are you? Yeah, fine, thanks. How are you? I'm How's very good, thank you. Very good. What's your point you'd like to make? Hello, Dave. Hello, Amy. How are you? And Mark, you might need to turn your sound down. Very good, thank you. Sorry. Well, do you know what? Um, okay, okay. Um, Mark, you, you, you still, we can still hear the reverb. You need to put on me the sound. So we can hear you. Is it okay now? That sounds better. Okay yeah, carry on. Okay, um... Right today, uh, I watched the game, and um, for the first fifteen minutes, we weren't too bad. Um, Jose looked very good, looked very good. And then it all sort of, like our season, drifted away. 
Mark, what fewer? You're still getting the reverb, so it's really interfering with your sound to hear yet. So, can you just give us your man of the match in, uh, in your performance rating? We're struggling okay, with sorry. So, uh, man, man of the match. Um, yeah. William Jose. I thought he looked good. And what would your performance rating be? Well, my half-time reaction was 3.5. Um, Full-time, about six. Um, I felt it was better again, in the second half. I thought Adama should have started. Um, okay. Because with the Jose there, Adama could make some good crosses for him. Uh, it's hard to take at the moment because uh, Adama can make some I'm sort of sad about what happened today. Yeah. Uh, Mark, we're going to have to end it there, fella, because um, we, 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 we can't make you out properly, like Roger said, the, the echo in uh, on the back. Oh, sorry, sorry. On the <laughs> but I think we're saying Joe's age is man of the match, and if you want to get probably on at the start, so we can get up to the end of it, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, Mark, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you. You, you take care, Amy, and Dave. Thank you. you. Take care, mate. Take care. So that was Mark. I'm sorry about the uh, the sound quality. What happened there? there, I think he got the music on, and we couldn't really make it out. So if you're listening on the podcast, I'm sorry, uh, sorry about that. We would have liked to have got more of Mark, but um, it was hard to hear him. Um, next on, we've got uh, Mini Amy and Dad. Uh, not on so early today, so they're right towards the end uh, to give their points. Hello, guys. Welcome Hello. back. She's got her dressing gown on. I want my dressing gown on. I'm wearing them because it makes me feel better after the game. Oh. <laughs> How are you both? Mm. Not, not, not a good game. Not infused today, unfortunately. Not infused. Shall we try and try, shall we try and be positive about because we've had quite a lot of analysis of the game. So yeah. should we try and look towards Arsenal and what you'd like to see differently for the Arsenal game? Okay. Yeah. Right, so the changes I will make for the game is I'd take Matinho out because he hasn't been up to his standards and put Neves in because he has been much, much better and I think he would definitely make an improvement with the team. And also I'd take Patricio out actually as well. That's, a, that, that's, a, big, that's a big big one, Ria. Yeah. Would yeah. you like to expand on that? Yeah, why? Yeah, because... And um, Patricio hasn't been the best lately, and he only had a, like one goal to actually save, and he let that one in. He should have done better with that goal, and it was right at him. So I think he needs to improve more. You think uh, you 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 think Patricio should have saved it? Because from my point of view, I thought it was such a a snapshot. Um, although it was straight out of it, it was so powerfully hit. It was almost past him. A lot of power on that. It got a lot of power on that shot. It really there, there is a lot of uh, different opinions on this. There are people, like you're saying, that, like you, that think he probably should have done better. And then there's a point of view that thinks it was just such a good shot. It caught him by surprise. It was uh, you... the pace of it that was hard to save. 
But it just anything in the way of it, his leg, his hands, if he caught it. Anything, yeah. If, yeah, if, anything. He, if he could have got his foot, his leg, anything in the way. Because, it, like you say, it was struck with power, but it was from the edge of the box. It was from the six-yard box or the penalty spot. We're talking edge of the box. So, middle of the goal, edge of the box. I think I think Patricia will be disappointed if they keep it out. Yeah. Um, question four, yeah. There's a few people going on about... Um, Bringing Ruddy in for Patricia, would you switch and take uh, Patricia out of the team? And yeah. For Ruddy? When Ruddy was in with the FA Cup games, he didn't do anything wrong. He was coming out on corners, making sure he was saving all the shots, and he looked very positive. Yeah, uh, Ruddy had a couple of good games in the FA Cup. So whereas Patricia hasn't been Patricia has been on a bad run of form. Our, our poor form has coincided with his own. There's been several goals this season that I think Rui Patricia will be disappointed that he's let in. His standards have been higher than that in previous seasons. Whether dropping him is the answer, whether that'll do more harm than good in the long run in terms of his confidence getting shot, I don't know. I suspect, I highly suspect, that Nuno will stick with Rui Patricia. You know, he's, yeah. he's, he's only sat on Rui Patricia and John Ruddy's his cupkeeper. But I can understand why there's calls out there for people saying, let's give John Ruddy a go. Interesting. Different different point of view, which is what this is what this is all about. So you've got you changing your goalkeeper. What did you say first? You changed for the Arsenal game. Never's in. Anything else you changed for the Arsenal game? Um, oh, I take Pedenza and put Adama in because mm -hmm. Pedenza was injured and he's yep. been played two games in a few days. And if he plays the Arsenal one, that'd be like three games in like a week, and it's too much on him. And he didn't play as well today. He wasn't as creative as he usually is. And Adama, I think we should give him a chance because he did well when he came on, trying to create. He tried hard. And he was also good defensively, even though he's an attacker. Yeah, he got, he got back. He got like, back. He got back. Coming quick, wasn't he? Getting back for that. We saved the day a bit there, uh, Adama. We call him Tank. My mum calls him Tank, so we always call him Tank at home. So I've always think Tank did well then, is what we were saying. So, yeah. I mean, what, did you think? what did you think of Jose? What did you think of William Jose? I think he was my man of the match, and I think he was really good. Um, trying to get on the end of crosses, he was um protecting the ball, he's strong physically. Yeah. And he was he was protecting the ball very well. You, you can see a difference with his physical presence compared yeah. to what we've had in previous games. He's strong enough to compete with Premier League mm -hmm. centre halves, hold the ball, yeah. make it stick, link the play, got on the end of a couple of things well. Uh, he was unlucky not to score. Yeah, and he had two chances on target. Yeah. One was um, a half, half volley. volley. Yeah. That was really tricky to get, but yeah. he managed it, which um, showed he had really good skill. Yeah, good technique to keep yeah. that on target. Goalkeeper tipped it over, and then he's head out. That's what we want to see, arriving, meeting the yeah. ball. Unfortunately, just a bit too close to the goalkeeper, but he certainly looks like he's got something more to offer than what we've had in previous games. And we have yeah. been that physical presence up front because of him and Ertan being here. So we need that and now we've got what we needed. So hopefully that can uh, bring us back up and help us get up the table and make us not in relegation battle. Yeah, yeah. 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 Absolutely. So you've said Jose is your man of the match and what would you give yeah. the overall overall performance as well? I think overall I'd give it a six. Um, we was steady defensively. That's the highest. Out of anyone today, Ria, you've gone for the highest rating. Oh, go on then. So you say right up to you. Um, I think we were steady defensively. Um, 
we made a few chances up front, but we wasn't as threatening as I think we could have been. You, you're very positive. You ain't <laughs> like me. I'd be more on the lines of four because um, there's they're just, they're just too many players are underperforming. Too many players are not hitting the levels that they need to be. And if you have today, including subs, you're talking six or seven players in, in below what they should be. And that's too many. Your team's never going to be playing at the level it should be. You're never going to get results if you've got five, six, seven guys who are playing at a level of four out of ten, five out of ten, three out of ten. And that's the level that a lot of our players are playing at today. You had a handful of players who can hold their head up and say, I did all right. And the rest need to have a look in the mirror. Ria, um, if you could go, um, if you got the, the lads in the changing room before the Arsenal game, and you were going to give them a motivation pep talk. And uh, what would you say to them? You're not allowed to swear. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll try. Um, say we need to get up the pitch, make sure we're gambling on our chances. When we're pushing up, we need to link the midfield and the um, attack because we just defend, defend, defend. And we're doing passing, pass after pass. We need to get long balls, get the big fellas up and... Try and get like in the box. How about that for a speech? Eh? Come on, three, let's do it. Come on, we're gonna do it. Faith with me, Ria. Let's go for it. We've got the warrior. I was talking for. I'll kick him up the bum. Yeah, I'll tell you, they'd be scared to come in at half time. Them teacups would be going. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, we're with you, Ria. We're with you. Fantastic, fantastic, absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And do you what do you think we can do it against Arsenal then? Oh, I don't know. But come on, come on. We just had positivity then. We're not gonna <laughs> maybe a draw. Like I'll take one point. I'll take a point. To yeah, be honest. that'd be good enough. If somebody offered me a point now with the, the current run of results and run of form we're on, I'd take a we're point against Arsenal. We're not on a very Arsenal. good run of results, and yeah, a draw be um, really good against yeah. Arsenal. I'll take a draw, and then we can look to all the games that we've got coming up against teams that's more realistic for us and to try beat. and take points from that. Yeah, I, th I think Arsenal with the with the current form we're in might be a bridge too far, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, well, I've got to tell you now, there is um. Bet three six five and uh, all the sports betting are, are laying odds of five to one on you being the next manager, Rio. Because Horns Head TV says hurry, go out. <laughs> oh God, help us if that was the case. <laughs> um, Kingdom of the Fun guy says with all the comments and positive views uh, from your guests, Dave and Amy, it makes me feel a bit more positive. Cheers, guys! Absolutely brilliant. Uh, guys, uh, thank you for waiting so patiently again. We've got um, last up tonight, uh, we've got the legend that is, uh, that is Jason. He's, uh, he's, been in, he's been in and out of the, uh, the, the green room like the okie cokey, having to, having to deal with the baby crying and stuff like that. Bring the baby on, Jace. <laughs> that would be amazing. So, like, listen, guys, you're absolutely brilliant to have you on once again. We just love having you here again, and hopefully. One of these days you'll come on and we'll have won a game. <laughs> <laughs> we'll in the Premier League. That would be good. <laughs> All right. Cheers, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> See you later. Oh, that 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 was brilliant. That motivation talk then from Ria was absolutely brilliant. It's got She's this a... image of her like standing on a chair. 
And like they, me being behind and being like, woo. Well, we're going to bring uh, Jason. Jason, as I say, you've been on, you've been in and out the green room like the Okie okay. Coke. Night. It's all right. The, the baby was crying, so I had to deal with that. And then my iPad went dead, and then my phone was going dead. So I kept swapping the charges. And anyway, I've got about 5%, but that's enough. I had about two of you in the green room at one point, mate. <laughs> no, 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 it was my iPad and my phone. All I want to say is, um, you know, I, I do look at things, obviously, positive. Um, in all fairness, um, I think William Jose had a, had a, you know, had a good game. And I, you could see with that header in the second half. And, you know, he's a bit of a target man, a bit like Raul. It's important that we don't, obviously, rely too much on him. Um, but... He's only going to be as good as the crosses that, that come into the box. Um, you know, there was a couple of times today that Troy got the ball over. But if we're going to judge strikers, we need to also um, be mindful of the service that they're getting. Now, for me as well today, Silver come on. Listen, he's just nowhere, nowhere near. I mean, he's, he's touch everything about him. He's runs. I, 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 you know, I, I just don't get it at all. I do get it in as much as they pay £35 million for him. There must be politics behind the scenes as to why Silva makes an appearance. I understand that we've been thin on the ground with strikers, but for me, he's nowhere near. He isn't. And listen, Corbinow, for example, I mentioned this before. They can't bring Corbinow on because if they do and Corbinow scores, what's happened to this £35 million player they've signed? Points. You know, and, and listen... Then there's going to be some serious fingers pointed as to why we've signed this wonder kid that he's not performing. Um, but, you know, positives were very, very difficult, you know, to find today. I thought Jose was a bit of a standout player. Samedo looked good. You know, we have missed, uh, I'll say this and probably get pelters, I think we've missed Doherty. We've missed, you know, an attacking fullback. Um, Samedo did go up, but he was playing on the left-hand side and he's a, he's a, he's a right-sided player. So you know, I, I found that a bit, found that a bit strange today. Um, this too good, we're too good to go down. Um, listen, I sit on the fence with that for two reasons. One, when we got relegated under Dean Saunders from the Championship to League One, um, that we had a team then good enough to win that league, not to get in the playoffs, not to come second or third. We had a team good enough to win that league. Matt Doherty was in that team, by the way, right? Now, have we we have got a team here? As the the previous callers have said, easily comfortable of finishing seventh, eighth, ninth. Um, we, the good thing is there is at least three or four teams who are absolutely excuse the French dog shit, right? Your West Brom, your Sheffield United, your Fulham. West Brom and Sheffield United aren't going to get out of it, right? And then it's a fight for that third. It ain't going to be Wolves, but. We have, we you know, we, we listen, I, I can't even entertain the idea, though, of that relegation talk, because the problem is there. That's then the mentality that we get into as supporters. Negativity. Massively. And listen, Nuno isn't going on that training ground talking about relegation. Obviously, he's not. You know, that's not, that's not where they're at. I do think to a certain degree, though, there's limited options this season where it's going to go. Um, and I think we've just got to chalk up three wins as soon as possible just to make sure we're completely safe. And once again, this this season is a bit of a season of adjustment, whether we like it or not. Um, you look back on it, and I thought selling Jota for £45 million was good business. I genuinely believe that was good business. Um, now I look at it and think, 
it, it's still good business, £45 million for the money we've made on him. But when we've put £35 million on Silva, that is the worst piece of business this club could have done. Because let me tell you something, with Jotter up front, we had an outlet which we haven't got now. We've got a player who can change a game like that. Um, so, listen, I, I, I try, I've tried to find the positives today. It's been very, very difficult. Um, I'm hoping Jose is going to come in and make the difference. I thought today he got in some good positions, very good positions. Yeah. We can't expect too much of him right now, but he's a target man, but he's only going to be as good as the crosses that come into that box. I think yeah. he makes some really good points, doesn't he, Amy? Yeah, agreed. I can, you know, kind of everything kept positive to you. I think we will be, we will be okay. And we've got, I think Jose is the positive out today and I don't like you said yeah. we can't expect can't expect him because, I mean it would be fantastic if he did score a hat trick on his first day I don't Oof. think any of us think that but when he gets to learn of the players and hopefully they've got a bit more time playing together then yeah. it looks promise few days on the training ground and it looks that looks promising going into Arsenal and I think we might see a few changes with Troy or etc but yeah. You know, three wins. If we win against Arsenal and Leicester next Sunday, we're having a completely different conversation on here, aren't we? So, And then the tide turns completely. And you know what? All this Nuno out talk, what would be the point in, in sacking a manager now? You know... Who's going to come? <laughs> well, it's, not, it's just not just Nuno, is it? It's Everyone goes, the players go. Listen, you look at the players he's brought in. You look at this, this the, the, the Portuguese tribe that are in the backroom team that are in... The upheaval at the club would be unbelievable. And let me tell you something, Mendes, listen, he's come up with the goods more often than not. Yeah, in, in the yeah. players we've signed. Silver to me is a bit of a dud, but he's come up with the goods more often than not. You know, we, we've got to be careful what we wish for here. Um, you know, we, listen, it, it's not great to watch at the minute, but you can tell as well what we are devoid of massively is confidence. And I think, listen, there's no point in like, you know, you've got to win against Chorley, right? A few firemen. Listen, if we get a couple of wins in the Premier League, the, the whole mentality changes. And Amy, you're dodging a bullet by not being on Twitter because that place is absolute pure vitriol at times, right? And it doesn't matter what you do, what you say. There's always someone there with a machine gun ready to shoot you down. Do not, honestly, if you haven't been on there, you're not missing anything. It's just, it's this like is why I don't go on it. There's enough negativity going on at the moment. I don't need people being like keyboard warriors. I do respect people's opinions, but listen, there's also got to be a reality check with, with, with certain things. And you know what? We've got very little to play for this season. That is also the reality. So massive upheaval on and off the field isn't the answer for me. But once again, it's about opinions. Um, you look at the midfielder. Matinho hasn't been great. Um, Den Donker, once again, he's a bit of an unsung hero, but he hasn't been great. I think what well, we are lacking, for me... Graham is saying, Jason, Matinho and Den Donker, no goals, no assists all season, utterly useless, coupled with the making errors that's cost us. Well, I, I think, you know, chuck the errors out the window because any player can make an error, right? And we can pinpoint that all day. I do agree there has been a few errors. But what I'll also say is... What we are missing is that attacking midfielder. So, a lot of our attacking play does come from the flanks, does come from Trori, comes from Neto, comes from Pedense. And they are generally, you know, drifting out wide. We don't get much coming right down the throat, right down the middle. And that's what we're missing. Matinho and Neves, for me, are very, very similar players. And I firmly believe that we signed Matinho... Uh, so Neves became the Sorcerer's Apprentice, whether you believe this or not, and that he could pass on the tools to Neves 
Now, if you think Matinho, Matinho is a world-class player. Yes, he's getting on a bit now, mid-30s. Um, but, listen, Neves is going to be equipped to take us forward. And But then we do need, if we've got City midfielders, holding midfielders like um, Neves and Matinho, and, and then Donker to a point, we do need someone who can get in there, the midfield, and go forward and attack. And I think that's what we've been lacking. I, I went to Man City away last season when they put Troy down the middle. I thought he was very, very effective there. I'm not saying he's a midfielder, but I'm saying we, we do need outlets right down the jugular. And I think a lot of our play does come from wide. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's a good point. Uh, I think we've brought it up earlier. I mean, I, I would like to see Traore uh, some of the time given the option to be a bit more roaming because he's got more space to uh, to run into. I was impressed. I think, Amy, you mentioned this uh, when they had that counter-attack and how Traore really bolted to get back to try and help the team. That's something that a lot of people have said about Traore is about his defensiveness, but he really put himself out there to get back to try and um, stop the attack. In the end, the, the shot came in and it hit the bar, but I was impressed that he... He wasn't lazy. He, he 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 fought for the team to try and get back, which I thought was quite positive. Yeah. Um, what would you change for Arsenal, Jace? What would you if well, you would? Nathan, Nathan Judah put this on 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 Twitter, and he said, "What would you change for Arsenal?" And the two changes I'd make, I'd either change the channel, um, and I'll watch something else, or I'll probably change clubs and support someone else. <laughs> You'd never do that, Jason. Listen, I couldn't. But listen, what I always say is in Nuno, we trust. That man, listen, regardless of what he's done off the pitch, and it's been well documented this week that he's put his hand in his own pocket and he's put, you know, a quarter of a million into the foundation, which is absolutely fantastic. But listen, you know what? We don't love him for that reason. We don't like him for that reason. And almost that something like that, it, it, was it a massive shock he did that? No, because we know the sort of person he is. But we have got to support him. It's a bad spell. It's not great. I'm not enjoying it. I'm a positive person. I'm a happy clapper. Call me what you want. I'm not enjoying it. But look, at, you know, Scott made some good points on what he's brought to this city. And you know what? Class is permanent. It's not great at the minute. Look, we don't know the truth behind the Jota sound either. We don't know whether he's had his hand forced. We don't know whether they've had an argument at training. We don't know whether Jota was unhappy. For example, Diogo Jota. If a club like Liverpool comes in, what are you going to do? Realistically, they've just won the Premier League that's last season. They might you be winning this season. Hey, look, he's a young man. He's going to be stupid not to. Yes, he's got to say bye to some of his mates. Don't matter. The world's a small place now. He's still with them in a WhatsApp group. You know, he had a massive, massive opportunity and, and he's took it. And, and the sad thing is there is going to be good players come and go. But if Nuno goes... You know, there is going to be huge, whole huge club. disruption. The whole city. Club. The whole city is going. Whichever club Nuno goes to, right, it's in his interest hey. to say, right, I'm going to cherry pick the best players from Wolves. And they are, dirt, dirt, dirt. they're on his shopping list. And they're gone, by the way. And that's yeah. it. And yes, no, the new manager is going to come in. But the new manager, he's going to be in, in uh, Mendes stable anyway. You know, it, listen, we've got to accept as well that these links that we're never going to get away from, right? Um, but listen, I'll, I'll happy clap all day. In Nuno, we trust. He's definitely a man for the job. We don't even need to think, talk about relegation because it ain't happening. Um, you know, we might as well talk about, are we going to make Europe? Because it's got exactly the same amount of chance. Oh, I, I agree. I mean, I've, I've slightly gone from concerned um, to a bit worried. 
Um, but I, yeah. I, I am heightened by the fact that um, Sheffield and West Brom and... and we've got points on the board. It's not like we've we have a solid amount of points. We've only, like we said, we've got to get three wins. Which I, I think four wins personally, but I think three at minimum, depending on if Manny says that thirty-two, probably thirty-three points will probably be enough. I'd like to uh, get to about thirty-five, thirty-six personally to be fully safe. Dave, I don't want you to worry about that. Listen, we've all got more important things to worry about in our lives than Wolves getting relegated. So, hey, when I hear you're a little bit worried, Dave, you've got more important things to worry about, mate. Well. <laughs> I I think we we all... I need a pep talk in life. I'm just going to ring Jace and be like, give me a pep talk. Ring me. I'm the same as you. I don't believe we'll go down either. Um, and it's been like this run keeps going on. And today, probably, I think a lot of people saw this. We, how we played against Palace in the last two games. We played them off the park. Oh. And it just didn't happen. But that was why I was a little bit surprised he didn't start Neves because Neves played, the, I think, played the last two games against Palace and he was on fire passing the ball around. For example, Ruben Neves, what you've got to remember is um, although his free kicks haven't been unbelievable this season, when he gets a free kick anywhere around that 18-yard box, anywhere within 25 yards, it's almost as good as a penalty. I think with Neves, um, he, he's got to play every week for me. You know, however you fit him in, he's got it. And I would pick Nevers over Matinho all day long. Um, and, you know, it is a bit worrying when, you, you know, a couple of people have said, oh, listen, backs to the wall. Is this a team that's going to fight? Listen, we have got a team which is an attacking flair team on their day. Are they a team equipped for relegation? I don't think we're going down this route. But if you talk about that, is this a team equipped for relegation? No, it isn't. It isn't. Listen, you know, if it is backs to the wall and we've got to get a win, there's going to be, you know, it's going to, you know, there's going to be some panic. It's not going to come to that. But we are, we are an attacking team. We are a top half team. We know that. But the confidence in that, you can see, is so, so low. You can just see. Yeah. I'm hoping um, that what will happen is like what's happened at Arsenal because they were on a very similar run for a long period of time and they got that yeah. win and then they've gone on. From that, they've kicked on. It's like they've got that that off the back and then they've kicked on and now they're pushing up. I mean, I think that's what Wolves need. I think we need to win anyhow, any way that we can just get a win. Well, though, it'll be like, it'll be a, what do they call it, chain reaction, won't it? They'll just, they'll win one and they'll probably win three on the bounce. I genuinely think that. I think once they've got that confidence, listen, football's a massive, massive confidence game. Look, look, if you look at that team, look at the ability in that team, Joe Martino, Hundred odd caps for Portugal. Um, you just look at the, the the whole squad. I can name player after player after player: Rui, Patricio, Cody, whatever. Right? They're low on confidence. Ability wise, we shouldn't be where we are. Now the reason I go back to when we got relegated to League One. It's a completely different team, completely different era, completely different manager. But we got sucked into that, and that was the mentality. Right? So two or three games, bang. Like you said, quite right. Two or three wins. It's a completely different story. The mood probably won't change on Twitter because what some people do, Nuno, uh, they'll stick to their guns. Nuno can win four on the bounce. Listen, I've seen abhorrent comments about this 250 grand that he's give. Oh, he's only doing it for this reason. It's a tax fiddle. Flapping it. Grow up. Grow up. There's a, fantastic, um, there's a fantastic interview with Nuno in the Times today, if anyone reads yeah. the Times. Yeah, I'll say um, it. Um, really good. If anyone kind of wants to 
think about his philosophy and the way that he does things at the club as well. Listen, the same people who moan about Nuno giving 250 grand to charity, the same people that wouldn't give £2.50 to charity. Now, I do fundraising, as you know, and the problem is some people do point the finger, oh, what's he doing that for? Because they think there's an ulterior motive to it. Let me tell you something, the problem lies with them, not the people that are trying to do good by others. And that is a fact, by the way. 100% right. Uh, there's always, no matter what you do, you put yourself out there to do something positive and there'll always be someone that wants to uh, drag always. you down. That, which is a really sad state of affairs. Jason, um, I think you've made, again, uh, some absolutely fantastic points as always. Uh, love the positivity and giving me the pep talk about not being too worried as well. That's been good. Yeah. You know, and um, I'm hoping Listen, that... Dave, Dave, this is the reality. Your boiler could go next week at home, right? It's February, it's snowing outside. Your boiler goes, mate. I want you to be sorting that out, not the walls. My only boiler doesn't go. <laughs> yeah, I hope it doesn't, Dave. It's an expensive gig. I've got um, I've got um, a, 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 a thing with vaccine. One of these things that come out and fix. Oh, boiler so, care. That's all right then. Yeah, that's it. So I'm sorted. <laughs> I've been out. Oh, Dave, boilers is going to be okay. Dave, it's right. a couple of months, so it's uh, it's running really good at the moment. That's all right then. Fingers crossed. Nice one, mate. Um, hopefully you can join us again for the uh, for the Arsenal. Yeah. Not sure whether it'll be straight after the game because it's quite late or whether uh, it'll be the next day um, because of work uh, situation. I'll, I'll talk to Amy about that and decide when Don't we're going to... I'll still be up, mate. The baby screams till at least 2am, so I'll be all right. <laughs> get the baby on one day. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and get the baby on. I get stars like you. She'll be awake. Aww. Oh, fa fantastic, Jason. Thanks ever so much for joining us again. And we'll see you the man of the match? Oh, of course, man of the match. Man of the match. Listen, man of the match tonight uh, for me, we've got to give him positivity, Willian Jose. I just thought he was very, very um, obviously attacking-minded. He got in some great positions. Yes, we didn't get the goal he all wanted, but... Um, I just think he, he got in some absolutely great positions and I think there is going to be goals in that man. Out of 10, I'm going to sit completely on the fence and say a nice big fat five out of 10. Um, it wasn't the best, it wasn't the worst. And listen, we're certainly going to see some better football this season. In Nuno, we trust. 100%. And, and to be honest, I went with William Jose as well. And Amy's gone with uh, Kilman, which I think is a good shout as well today. Because yeah, I, I, I like to see that Kilman should get a run of games. I think he's got so much ability. And I think he probably needs a run in the, uh, the, run in the team now. Yeah. So, did Kilman play futsal, by the way? Someone told me he did. <laughs> did he? I have heard that one before. Apparently as well. Yeah, I haven't heard it before. Just, just a rumour <laughs> going around. Well, it's good on the ball, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> All right, mate. Thank you very much. We'll see you. We'll see you on the no Arsenal show. See you later, Jase. Bye. See ya. see ya. Well, let me just change the backdrop. My goodness me, that has been uh, a mammoth. Uh, so many callers wanting to get their views on that one. So uh, I just want to say thank you to everyone that's called in. Thank you to everyone that stuck with uh, and contributed in the uh, the chat and uh, been giving your opinions. It's been a, a mammoth session tonight with so many people wanting to get their say. Amy, I don't know about you, but I don't know about a cup of tea. I think I need a bit of whiskey or something after that. I don't know what to have. I've got a fantastic alcohol shelf, so I'm going to pick off something from that in a bit. Gin, maybe. A nice, a nice gin. A nice gin. But I have to say, you know, that do you know what the last game was that Wolves played at three PM on a Saturday? 
wasn't Brighton, was it? It was Brighton. The last game we attended, and that was the last time Wolves played at 3pm on a Saturday. And it's actually nice to have a 3pm game on a Saturday. I don't know, you know, the game wasn't great, but it was nice. I forgot what that was. To be honest. I, know. <laughs> I know, but it's felt it's felt quite a nice Saturday, to be honest. <laughs> Apart from the result. But um but yeah. On to the next. And hopefully we'll be able to do one of these and have a league win. Well, well, I'll tell you what, that would be nice. Starting at Arsenal. If it would it be it would be so typical Wolves go and then go and beat Arsenal and Leicester and everyone bounce back and all that would be typical Wolves. Let's hope that that is the case because I think if we do that, the whole um, everything. If they do that, everything will change. Everything but, in a positive way. We, yeah. So let's. I mean, if there's one team we can go and beat is Arsenal, and um, I think I'm going to be on. Uh, we're going to uh, on my match preview. I'm going to have Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV that's going to be joining me live for the uh, the match preview, and I'm going to be uh, doing something on Arsenal Fan TV as well. So it'd be an interesting one to talk to him about how he sees this one as well ahead of the game because I think the Arsenal fans are going to be quite confident. Uh, they're going to be expecting them to beat Wolves, but it wouldn't surprise me that we do uh, get one over on Arsenal. Let's hope, uh, and we could do that. Would it be the double we've done on them then? Would we be, would, yeah, it? because it was the obviously the uh, Jimenez game. Okay, well, I think that's us done. Um, th- if you watch, obviously, on YouTube, thank you. If you're listening on to the podcast, uh, leave it a rating. Leave your comments in the description below. And uh, join us on the next one uh, for the Arsenal Extra Time. We'll let you know when that is going to be. Make sure you've got your bell notifications on for all the updates. And until the next one, Amy, from you and myself, always Wolves. Always Wolves. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates are already booked in for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.